Wow, wow, wow. Uh, you are in for a treat today. Um, I talk with Eric, the man of class. Um, he helps men have a fulfilling life. Now, if you are a woman, I promise you that uh, all of the content during today's episode has nothing to do with being a man. So even though that is his target audience, we really dive deep into, um, we talk about I am statements and the power of, of how that can be and actually go into techniques of how you can implement I am statements and the, the power that it comes with. And we really talk about identity and how your identity and how you surround yourself with your identity and what you perceive as your identity and how that affects your habits of where you want to go. I mean, we dive deep into this. Um, it was really fascinating. I actually got a ton of value from it. So if I'm getting a ton of value from it, I know that you are going to get a ton of value from it. So without further ado, let's dive in. But first, the intro. Welcome to Let's Grow Together. My name is Nick Bonatotibus, motivational speaker and digital marketing strategist. And this podcast is all about helping you grow both in life and business. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Grow Together. I am very excited I am here with the man of class. I feel like that is a great way to segue into you. Um, real quick, tell us who you are, what you do, and, and how you serve people. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, guys. My name is Eric Yusko. Um, I founded Man of Class mainly to help men get out of the fear. Everyone has this common fear of dying an ordinary man. They get on their deathbed and they look back and they're like, crap, like, what have I done with my life? I wish I would have done so much dif stuff differently. And that's actually what I work on is help men to get outside of that living ordinary and custom build a life by design, an exceptional life. And that's really, at the end of the day, what I help my clients with is custom building a life that allows them to live and show up authentically instead of feeling like they have to go do or should go do what, whatever it comes up as. So. Awesome. Love it. Yes. Let's, uh, let's dive into that a little bit more. Sure. Um, Absolutely. You know, so, so if that's, if you're, you know, trying to live this authentic life, this organic life, what, what are some things that, that, that you do or you teach to do something on a daily basis that's going to help you have that fulfilled life that's going to make you feel, you know, that you're achieving and, and becoming that man of class? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting things that I've noticed and, and it first started out with just myself. And then it's once you start looking out and you're like, wait, wait a second, you, oh, you're, you're feeling the same thing. Okay. That's cool. Wait, you're doing, wait, hold on. Are, you're telling me as confident as you are, you have the same stuff going on. You, you're lying to me now. And it's like over time I started amassing all this stuff where I'm like, holy crap, there's so many more things, but, but men don't talk about it. And that's actually one of the reasons why I chose to focus specifically on men is men in a way were cut a raw deal. And I say that because over generations, men were supposed to be like that strong person that just don't cry, don't show emotions, don't show affection, just deal with it. Right. Mm -hmm. I can punch you in the face and that's like, that's just it. Like you're just supposed to just deal with life. And 
that's such a cold way to go throughout life because life is built from our thoughts, feelings, and actions. And that's actually one of the things that, that I talk about is your entire life can be boiled down. If you go to the very center of the onion is all about your thoughts, feelings, and actions. And what it is that you choose to think about is only piece of it. But when you attach that to the emotional piece of what's driving you, that's that like supercharger piece, you'll get your consistent action 100% of the time. But oftentimes you, you see people where like they want to quit smoking and they're like, oh, like I just want to quit smoking. But they can say that till they're blue in the face. They can give you all the logical reasons. Well, I know that it says that it's going to give me cancer. I know that my breast, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to lose my teeth. Friends and family aren't going to be, want to go out to eat with me. Um, you know, it's hard for me to, to walk upstairs. Like I'm always hacking and coughing and, and it's just awful. But there's still an emotional piece. If they can't quite get that dialed in, they'll never quit smoking. No matter how many times that they try to tell people, you know, I'm going to, this is it. This is going to be the year that I'm going to give up. And it's sad in a way because I see a lot of men go out there and they want great things, right? I talk to them and they're like, you know, I'm going to be the first person in my family to, you know, to break six figures, or I'm going to be the first millionaire in my family, or, you know, I, I'm going to get out of the ghetto or, you know, I want to start a business. I want to do it. Like January one was a defining moment in social media because everybody like opened the veil and was like, I'm 2020 is going to be my year to rock. Fast forward to January 7th. Silence. Oh man, isn't that bad? January 7th. I thought it was because I, it's funny. I mentioned this on the last episode um, that it was February 15th. I thought I remember Tony Robbins, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was yeah. January 7th. <laughs> it's, it's shocking because the, the statistic I, I went through, cause I was, I was curious about this. I'm like, all right, what, like new year's resolutions. I've always been a big fan and we can certainly get into resolutions. Cause I, mm -hmm. I love resolutions. Um, but it's like 60% of people just start out having resolutions mm. of hundred percent population. Only 60% of the people actually go out and do it by the end of January, beginning of February, only 25% of the people are still going down that path. And then by the end of the year, December 31st, by the time they were getting ready, you know, we just finished Christmas and we're going to get into the next year. Only 8% of the people that set out that said that they wanted to go do something actually held true to their word, which means 92% wow. of people, their say do ratio is all jacked up. That's, that's outrageous. I didn't realize it was that, that high. I mean, the first <coughs> statistic of 60% is, is a little sad, you know, that's which goes only down 60... every year, which is really scary by the way, because people get beaten down, right? If you're not going to get it, they're like, screw it. I'm out. I'm uh, out. all done. Not doing this thing anymore. What would you say do you think is one of the, the reasons why a lot of people fall off and, and can't, you know, keep it going? I think it's identity. Because I was reading a lot of, it's very interesting because when I go through and I tell all that people, you know, the ambitious people very quickly are like, well, that's, I mean, that's a problem with society, right? They're very quick to like, just start to paint that picture of like, well, it's society's problem. I mean, people, you know, they, they say a whole bunch of stuff, but they don't really want it. They don't care about it, right? Well, they're just lazy. Tell that to the, to the guy or lady that's smoking that knows to her core or knows to his core. Smoking is killing them. 
that they're not going to be able to see their grandchildren grow up because they know that they're on borrowed time right now. Tell them that, hey, you quitting, you're just lazy. Hmm. Talk about how, how soul crushing that is because a lot of people don't know, they don't know what to go do, right? Mm-hmm. So there's between 60 and 80,000 thoughts that the human brain acquires in the day. Of those 60 to 80,000 thoughts in the day, 90% of those are the same thoughts that you had yesterday. Meaning whatever it is that you're thinking about today and you think about it tomorrow and you think about it the day after, those thoughts build um, direction or like habits because they, they build decisions, right? So your thoughts, you decide, you decide once, you decide twice, you decide three times. Now all of a sudden that's a habit. That habit then turns into an identity. Mm. I'm a smoker, right? When you, when they say that, it makes total sense that they'll never be able to fully crack the nut, not because they don't have desire, right? Not because they don't want to, mm-hmm. but because their identity is still locked in the, I am a smoker versus I am a non-smoker or I am a healthy human being that just happens to have a smoking, you know, that just happens to smoke right now. It's a totally different, right? I am a loser versus I'm a winner. I just made a losing decision. Totally different mindset shift there because that's your identity because your subconscious listens all the time. And whatever your I am statements are is going to wrap up who you're, you know, who you're showing up to be. And I think it's wrong for a lot of us when we just cast judgment because we're like, they're lazy. They don't have anything going on. They keep talking about the same stuff and they're, and they're, you know, their safety ratio is off. They, you know, they're just, they're messing up. Okay. They're not hustlers. They're, they're just the wannabes or the fake people out there. If you pull that layer down, it's when was the last time you really chose your identity? Mm-hmm. And I think part of it too is, you know, I, another thing that I feel people say is like, oh, well, they just don't have the willpower. Mm-hmm. And relying purely on willpower is extremely difficult. You know, yeah. it's extremely it hard to rely on that as your whole source versus an identity shift. And so in order to be able to shift who we want to be and the, the habits that we want to acquire, we need to shift who we think we are and who we right. want and, and visualize that person that we want to become. Now, I noticed mm-hmm. you mentioned uh, I am statements, which I think is great. Um, <laughs> so awesome. It, yep. it's, it's funny how the culmination of, of all my podcast episodes, there's interlying things that, are, that remain consistent with different people. You get gratitude, yes. affirmations, like that's all here. So I would love to learn a little bit more about how you incorporate affirmations and I am statements into you know, your routines or your habits or how you got started, you know, with, uh, you know, I am statements. So it was a very interesting journey because the I am statements, it never occurred to me the power that they had. And it wasn't actually until I went through, so I, I wanted to, I'm an engineer by trade. So I always try to take everything to like way outside of, of normal normalcy. So when I was going through and I said, okay, I'm going to be a life coach. 
um, I was like, all right, I, I want to actually get certified, right? There's, there's rigor behind it. There's some type of a process. There's some schooling learning out there. Like I just, I want to absorb as much as I can. And that's actually where I learned about the I am statements. And it was since then that after I learned about the I am statements, then all of a sudden I started seeing them all over the place, which gets to the, um, the reticular activating system in your mind, right? I'm like, that makes sense now after learning it that I see it all over the place. But so the I am statements, it, it kind of has evolved and I have a couple different ways of doing it. Initially, I started out with just writing it down because my wife is a, she's a speech language pathologist. And so she's, she's very much into like language and all of the studies that goes around, whether it's like written language or audible language. And she had, she had showed me a statistic or like a study where when you write something down, it, you know, pencil and paper will never go away, no matter how great technology is. I mean, we're getting to the point where you can like start to write on an iPad now, but that whole writing piece of it forces the brain to operate very differently. So I start writing the I am statements and I did this challenge. I challenged myself, who knows where this came from, by the way, this was like a, um, like a digital download that all of a sudden it was like, Hey, why don't you do a 40, 40 challenge? And I was like, a, who's talking to me? B what's a 40, 40 challenge, 40, 40 challenge is 40. I am statements for 40 days, wow. which is a little over a month. And so it's, it's just at that, depending on what study that you want to look at, it's just over that becomes a habit. Some people say it takes 30 days. Some people say it takes 65 days. Some people say 90 days. It, it, it kind of, to me, it's funny because in a way, it's whenever you, I'm starting to realize that it, the, the matter doesn't really much matter. It's whenever you finally accept whatever you're doing into an identity of who you are. Hmm. Like I wake up and I do affirmations. Like that's just who I am. That's what I do. Versus, okay, I wake up like, okay, this, I, I told myself I'm going to do this. And so now I'm going to write this stuff out that's still external. Once you bring it from the external world and you start taking really ownership of it and you say like, this is going to become part of my identity, then you're going to start to habitually just kind of do it. It's just, it's not going to be very hard. It's going to be just like you pouring yourself water when you first get up in the morning. And so what I did in that 40 to 40 challenge is I went through and said, what are all the characteristics or traits or things that I want to be because that's really what you're saying when your i am statements right it's not what do i want to have i don't want to you know i am a million dollars well i'm much more than that right so that's i am wealth i am love i am passion i am jolly right these types of things these are the emotions and what's really crazy is something happened about i want to say it was like 10 or 15 days in because i'm doing it and i'm like is this stuff like really working? Then all of a sudden I was like, wait a second, what if I take, cause everybody learns a little differently. So I wrote it down about 10 days in, I was like, wait a second, I'm going to say my I am statements. Mm. So it's one thing to say like, you know, I am love, I'm abundance, I'm wealth, I am. Now I'm going to say them out loud, which does another weird study from somewhere else where it talks about acoustics, feeling the vibrations. Now I'm writing it, which works one area of the brain. Now I'm saying it. And when you speak, your ears pick up everything. 
So now I've really immersed myself into this whole I am statement journey. And on day 20, all of a sudden, I would start to find myself in stressful situations instead of reverting to, I can do better than this, or like, I'm awful, or, or you know, why did I say that? Oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that, to I'm abundance, I'm jolly. Somebody says something that aggravates me, you know, I'm love. All of a sudden, what I was writing down in the very early morning now is starting to trickle back around in the times that I really needed it most. So like Tony Robbins talks about like, you know, his priming, like it wakes up and, and his whole priming ritual. In a way, it's like, it's probably not the same, but in a way, it's like I'm priming the system for the day because I'm going to prime myself full of the words and everything that I want to show up as so that the times in the day when I'm out with society and out with different things that start to try to chip away at some of that stuff, the little agitation, somebody cuts you off, uh, somebody tells you bad news, somebody you know breaks your heart, so whatever is happening throughout the day, you've already primed yourself full of goodness that it almost helps to remind you during those times as you get out in the day. How much sense does that make? A ton of sense. I love it. I think it's awesome. <laughs> uh, it's very interesting to to hear because now my immediate thought for me is, okay, Nick, you need to you need to start uh, saying it out loud. And that that's something I I hadn't been doing. Now I do have a question. Now when it comes to your um, I am statements, do you and and specifically, I guess it can go both in the challenge and also just in general. Are you writing the same affirmations every day? Do you do yes. different ones? Okay, so you're writing the same. So you just have a course. So by the end of it, is it 40 or you're writing the same I am statement for 40 days? Uh, 40 different I am statements. So I had like uh, on an eight and a half by 11, like a college world book. I basically drew a line down the center and I had 20 on one side, 20 on the other. So that way they were just even. And I would just go through every single day, like, you know, I am love, I am abundance, I am wealth, I am charisma, I am whatever the things that you want to show up as. And I would do those same things. So it was a book that just had full of writing for 40 pages, just full of writing the same stuff over and over and over and over again. And it, so you're it writing just, all 40 each all day. All 40. All gotcha. 40 each day. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. So, Number yeah. one through 40, day one, next day, day one through 40, next day, day one through 40, and just over and over again for 40 days, a month and a week or something. I think that is very powerful. And I, I know from experience, and I think I need to go back to it a little bit, because um, one of the biggest limiting beliefs that I had within myself um, I want to say maybe a year ago or so, I can't, I don't even know how long I've started journaling now. Um, it's definitely been, I think over a year, but, um, my I, journal at the time, it wasn't open form. It had like, I am statements. And so I would do a different one each time, mm -hmm. but I realized it was like, I don't know. I just like, wasn't feeling it. I kept mixing it up. And I just said, you know what, what is the biggest thing that I'm having right now? And I was having a limiting belief that I was an entrepreneur. And so mm -hmm. I took the time and I said, I am an entrepreneur. And I did that consistently for months. There were no other, no other I am statements, nothing, just I am an entrepreneur. And I remember talking to somebody about it and not realizing how much it had impacted me. 
mm-hmm. because I started thinking about an entrepreneur. I started doing things what an entrepreneur would do. I started being an entrepreneur. I know that. And to me, an entrepreneur encompasses the person that, that I want to be, somebody who reads every day, somebody who's disciplined every day. So there's like a lot more to that identity that comes back mm-hmm. to that identity, which I think is where you know the I am statements, again, can be so powerful into where you're able to say it again. So I think going forward, I need to, to think about um, going back to something and just sticking to a core, uh, you know, foundation and sticking to that, at least for an extended period of time. And then obviously you can, I assume you can kind of trickle some out when you're not doing your 40 challenge. Um, what do you primarily do? Do you do it every day or you do it occasionally? Do you mix in the challenges? So I've started to toy around with meditation and whole, the whole manifestation thing, which is a very controversial topic because some people, uh, you know, you'll see out there and they're like, well, you just can't wish for anything. Like I wish for a million dollars, but I'm never going to get a million dollars. Like, well, that right there is the reason why you're not, but I digress. So it's, (laughs) it's on a daily, I'll have a 40 by 40 challenge. There's some times where you're right. I like that. I did that a while ago. It may be worth revisiting. But a lot of times what I started to do is I recorded myself and it can be as simple as just on the, you know, it doesn't have to have fancy recording equipment. So for anybody that's out there like, well, it's easy for them because they have a recorder. No, like just plug in your, your headphones or even put your, um, your, any iPhone has a recorder. Mm-hmm. And I did that it, after the 40 day challenge, I actually, I recorded myself saying what those were and it's as simple as just putting in headphones or even just list playing it on speaker while I make coffee or do the dishes in the morning. And so I'm hearing that type of stuff. So I've done that before. Um, I'm starting to phase a little bit into more of that meditation piece. And so I read a book recently. Uh, actually, I think I have it right here around breaking the habit of being yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Okay. It's a really good book, uh, but at the very um, end of it is around like meditations. And so he has in there sort of a, um, a breakdown where it's like week one, you do this, week two, you do this, week three, you do this. And basically week two is week one plus something. Week three mm-hmm. is really week one plus two plus this. And so what I did is I recorded the one, I can't remember what it's called. I'm struggling for the name of it, but it's, it gets you to a point where you're actually reducing your brainwave frequency, getting more into an alpha brainwave state, which you're speaking directly to your subconscious at that point. So it's almost like a, how do I change my subconscious mind in an instant? How do I change in my, my subconscious is then going to reflect out my identity because it's going to be the I am statements that I have every day. All right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's easy to call yourself an entrepreneur. If all of a sudden you're doing all the things that an entrepreneur would do, right? James Woodmore talked about that, the whole be, do, have model. Everyone Mm -hmm. thinks, well, I have to have something and then I'll do something and then I'll be somebody. Mm You are like, no, 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 that. I can see how everybody does it. Cause I did that for the longest time. That was one of those like massive aha moments. Cause I was like, Oh no, no. Okay. Once I get money, then I'll do something. 
And then from there, then I'll, ha- you know, then I'll be wealthy. And you're like, no, oh, man, just cut to the chase, be wealthy first. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, and, and what's crazy about it is when you say now I am wealthy, right? You, you start with that. I am statement. So you're affecting the identity. You're, you're affecting who you are being. Your brain is the, the best. It's like Siri on steroids because literally <laughs> you're making decisions, right? Your brain takes all the information all around you, right? And it filters all that stuff out, right? It's like the perfect assistant because it's like, no, 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 pay no attention to all this stuff. All right, here's the one thing that I want you to, to focus on. Well, if you think, oh, I'm poor, it's going to show you poverty. Look, you're poor. Look, you're poor. Look, you're poor. That's all that it's going to show you. Versus if you say, I am wealthy, all of a sudden you're going to start noticing and going, that's a $50,000 Mercedes. That's a $100,000 Lexus. You're going to start to notice wealth and you're like, oh my God, there's so much wealth around me. Right? The same world, but two completely different things. So I, I really like the idea of, of meditation to tie all the way back to the beginning to answer your question. <laughs> meditation is something that I've started to get back into as a morning routine. Nice. And it builds what, on the I am statements. And I think one thing that you, you mentioned, I, and, and I'll, uh, we'll come back to this, but because um, I do want to elaborate more on the, the uh, meditation part, but I think I, just the, the part where you're saying, um, you're, you know, you're doing one thing and then you're doing two things and then you're doing three things. And I think that's kind of just the biggest thing. And I talked about that and that, you know, we talked about it in the last episode. And again, it's just like these habits, so many people, they try and, you know, come up with so many things. Oh my gosh, I got, I got to do gratitude, affirmations, exercise, and, uh, you know, all this other stuff. And you're like, okay, well, good luck trying to start all that at one time, you know, but if you're like, all right, I'm gonna, and, and we'll, we'll bring this back to meditation. Cause I think, um, I forget somebody was telling me about it the other day. Uh, oh wait, no, that was today. Somebody, somebody was talking to me about it today. Um, where they, uh, in part of their, their training course, they had a guest speaker come into their course and basically say meditation. All right, we're going to do this go. And then like, does it real quick. And then he's like, all right, you just did it one minute. And, and I think that's a big part of, of people thinking, Oh, I don't have time for meditation. You don't have time for one minute, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's all about getting started with it. So, um, to kind of tie it back into a question, how long do you meditate? And did you start differently? Did you start with a small amount? Did you, do you build up? Do you have like, What's your kind of meditation routine? It started, so I'll go back to like the I am statements because that's kind of like the beginning of my meditation journey. That was get probably making a cup of coffee or having a bottle of water next to me, writing out, it probably took me anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes to write out the I am statements and then like say them out verbally. The super easy thing is literally zero minutes if you record yourself once and then you just listen to it because now, well, I I don't have any time. A, that's a limiting belief. Your relationship with time is purely how, you know, the world within reflects the world without. So if you're saying you have no time, again, advanced Siri is going to show you and say, you have no time. You have no time. You're late. You're late. You you run over here, run over here. You're, you're late all the time, but recording yourself allows yourself to be able to do that anytime driving to a job or um, just whatever dishes or cooking or 
mowing the lawn or whatever that it may be sitting at the doctor's office the the cell phone has allowed us so much to be able to do things so much in that in parallel that i would argue that it's zero minutes so even if you say you have no time well you're doing something in all your 24 hours in a day <laughs> you're driving mm -hmm. somewhere instead of listening to the new you know you know the new m&m album listen to yourself spitting some wisdom back at yourself like you could do that but and if the answer is no, then it would ask that question of what's really preventing that. Exactly. And it could you be just, that you're afraid of what you really want. You just reminded me, I need to uh, listen to the new Eminem album. Um, <laughs> no. It's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but uh, boom, right there. Connection. Love it. Um, but yeah, what you said, exactly. You know, it, we, we do what we make a priority. And, you know, if... If we're like, okay, meditation sounds a little woo-woo for me, um, but, sure. I, but keep an open mind, I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. And so like, that's the big thing is like, you're committing to making it, a, a, giving it a chance, you know? And mm -hmm. I think, I think that's a big part of, of the morning routines and the, the I am statements is that it takes time to develop and figure out what's going to work for you. You know, I mean, you mentioned mm -hmm. earlier, you were like, you know, that I was doing this, but you know, I, I've shifted and, and you know, I felt the same way. Like my morning routines have shifted. Um, and, and I'm actually, I think I'm due for a new, another shift. So I like the idea yeah. now I'm going to take what you're talking about and try and, you know, shift, um, you know, using the audio and, and focus on shifting my identity a little bit because I think I need to step into a higher form, you know? And mm -hmm. I think, you know, one thing that I always try and say too, it's like, be who you want to be, not who you think you are. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes, you know, heavily into how we go through our daily day, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. you take, you take a moment, like, should I work out today or not? Well, you know, what would my best self do today? You know? Yeah. And making, making that choice, mm -hmm. you know, and how you're going to go through that next step. And it's, and it's interesting because even sometimes people will, will struggle because they're like, I want what's in the future, but I live my past and sometimes it's even, it's easier. Let's take working out because you brought that up. You know, do I work out or do I not work out? Well, the person I'd like to become is going to work out. But the person that I am today probably wouldn't work out. And sometimes there's a, there's a hack that can be done on who is it that you'd most likely like to be. For instance, let's say that it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, hmm. right? You're like, I want to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like I see, you know, I see his success. I see... Would Arnold work, would he work out today? If that's who you want to be, would, would he work out today? Or would he say, I mean, my shoulder kind of hurts. I mean, I guess I'll just take the day off. No, you know, if you think about what he would think about, it's a, it's a good way of sometimes getting out of your own way because the person that what's funny is the person that you are today has, they know you from birth. So they know all the right little things to say. <laughs> I mean, come on, Nick. Hey, you worked hard today. 
hey, you took those stairs and everybody took the elevator. Hey, 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 you did good today, right? Strokes the ego, right? It tells you all the things that you want to go do and you're like, you know what? You're feeling a little under the weather. Tomorrow's going to be the best day. It's going to be such a good day. Tomorrow's going to be entrepreneur day. And you're like, okay, fine. All right, I'll do it tomorrow, right? Oh, man. And it wins. <laughs> and it wins every single time because it's that little voice that's been telling you for however many years that that's your identity. That's your old identity talking to you, right? Wow. It's, so it's, it's crazy. It, it's, it's super crazy, but. Um, that is awesome. That that hit deep. That was that it was uh, that was awesome. Yeah, and I, I I feel like if if I felt that, then I'm hoping the listeners felt that too. Because you know, I think I think that's a struggle with a lot of people. You know, you you hear that voice, you know, and it's like, yeah, you know, Doug, yeah, you did good today. You know, it's like, oh man, you know, yeah. I definitely have experienced that. You know, myself, mm -hmm. where you you know, yeah, we all have so easily talk yourself talk yourself out of things, you know? Yeah. And I heard a quote, um, recently, um, now I'm drawing a blank, um, on a, a Jesse, uh, uh, Etzler, Jesse Etzler. And he said, okay. um, you know, don't negotiate your goals. And, yeah. and that's exactly what's going on in your head is like the other guy's like, Oh, you know, you should, you should, um, you know, maybe don't go for, for a run today. I mean, so this is so funny too, because I'll, I'll give this a quick example of, <laughs> of, of the in, internal battle that I had. Uh, and this happened last week. I was like, I'm going to go for a run today. I had all my clothes out. You know, that's like part of my routine, part of my habit. And I'm usually, and I'm good. And I like put the clothes on and I was like, all right, I'm getting ready, getting ready. And I'm like, ah, do I, do I, maybe I don't go for a run today. And I'm like, well, you already got your clothes on. Then I like put my shoes on. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, ah, you know, like uh, I probably should just like get started on my day. You know, maybe I don't run it. I'm like, dude, you oh, have your the time. <laughs> look at the time. Oh crap. I, I need to do something. Is it really productive? That's ex exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I had the shoes on and I'm like, but Nick, you, you have your shoes on like, and again, but I'm still <laughs> debating it. And then I finally get myself out the door, start running down the street. And there's that voice again. Ah, maybe just maybe just turn around. You know, like just this like stop sign looks pretty good. Yeah. How about you zip it around and you pack up and hey, you did good today. You got your shoes on. Yeah. Like no, it totally I, is. I couldn't I couldn't believe it that it like yeah. that after all that and still getting that that pushback, you know? And yeah. you know, being able that was such a mental win for me too, to because again, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, maybe I don't do uh, the three miles that I normally do. And I'm like, well, <laughs> it's like, dude, you always do three miles. Like you can't. And I, so I accepted that there was no other option. It was, there, it was a non-negotiable. I was going to do that three miles, did that three miles. And again, it's just being able to overcome that, shut that, that voice out inside your, mm -hmm. inside your head. Yeah. No. And that, and that's, it's funny with as, as much difficulty and as much pushback as you had in the run. Think of again, how exhausting it is to have that same conversation when you're trying to start a business and try to work out and try to eat healthy when the donut shop is right across the street and um, not go to the networking event when the, your favorite show is going to be on TV, like all these little things that you really want to go do. And 
I think that's where the willpower, when people talk about that willpower that drains out, I think that's what they talk about. Because if it's not part of your identity, then, and, and you don't re-solidify that as part of your identity over and over and over again, then yeah, you're, you will get burnt out because it's, think of it like a, have you ever had a friend who was so argumentative you're like, it's, it's, you know, it's sunny outside. He's like, no, it's not as cloudy. And like, no, it's sunny outside. Like the new Rocky movie was, you know, it was a really good movie. Oh, that was a horrible movie. It was a crap movie. The old ones are better. And you're like, but I like the movie. He's like, well, you're stupid for liking that. And like everything is just a, like an argumentative thing. Sooner or later, you're just like, you know what? I give up. You're right. The Rocky movie was crap. You're right. It's cloudy outside. You're right. I'm just going to accept literally everything else to just stop, stop the battle. And that's mm-hmm. what I feel like so many of us do in a day is we get to a point where we're just like, whatever. Right. I, I give up. I concede. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm going to stay in my job. Sure. I'm going to stay in a relationship that isn't great for me. Sure. I'm just going to let my parents continuously abuse me. Sure. I'm going to, not start that business. Sure. I'm just going to live in poverty the rest of my life. Sure. I'm just going to be overweight and never really get to the physique or the longevity of life that I really want. Yeah. Wow. No, and I, I think that's, that's so awesome. And I think part of it, the, the struggle too, is like when you're having those internal debates in your head, like that debate that I had during that run, I used up so much energy yeah. trying to convince myself <laughs> and get myself you out were, the door. You felt like you ran mile three before you even hit mile one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it just goes to show you too, like the decisions that you have to make in a day and, and when you are able to create a consistency and create that identity of like, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I do things. And it's no longer mm-hmm. a debate. It's no longer the back and forth. You don't have that past identity telling you, um, you know, you're not a runner, you know, like uh, you're not a reader or, or any of that. Because when you shift that identity, you're now conserving so much more energy. Like mm-hmm. for me in particular, I'm realizing like, man, that was really draining. What are you doing, Nick? You can't be having those internal debates because then, you know, I'm like, oh, why was I so tired that day? It's not necessarily from the run because I've ran and been so motivated all day, but it's like, if you get the decision fatigue, you know, that's a, that's a good way of putting it. I like that decision fatigue. Yeah. They, um, Steve jobs was, and, and Mark Zuckerberg are both known for this where they always wore the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and because that was one more decision that they had to make. Um, another example for, for me, um, as you, uh, may have told, if you're not watching the video, I am a clean shaven. It's a, it's a, it's mainly because it doesn't really grow in all the way. It's like, but it can, there's like maybe some potential in a beard, but whenever I start to grow something, I have this internal debate. Do I shave it off? Do I not shave it off every day? I'm waking up. And I'm like, do I shave it off? Do I not shave yeah. it off? And it just drove me crazy. So I just stopped. I'm like, I'm never growing a beard. I'm never <laughs> gonna try. I that that That's debate awesome. kills me. So it's just like, 
nope, mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm just not not gonna do it. No, not worth the <laughs> the back and forth in my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's it's funny because sometimes I've found I didn't realize it until just now. Like the whole beer thing. So when was this? October. October 31st, I made the decision. I was like, you know what? I'm going to grow a beard. I hadn't had a beard before. I was like, but I'm, I'm just going to go do it, right? Commit to it, right? Just, just go do it. I can always shave it off. And I had the same exact thoughts where I was like, ah, do I? Do I not? Do I sh-? Today's the day that I shave it. I look kind of homeless right now. <laughs> what am I doing, right? Does it look professional? Like, all these different things, all this time, blah, 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 blah. And it's funny because in a way, the past, because I did that, and then I, I started to actually wear sport coats more often because I was like, mm-hmm. I love wearing sport coats. But I didn't for the longest time because everyone would be like, oh, Mr. Fancy Pants, you know, he's got, his, he's got a sport coat. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm literally living my life from somebody else. I want to grow a beard. Like, screw it. If somebody says you look shaggy from Scooby-Doo, like, whatever. Like, that's okay. I don't care, right? Oh, Mr. Fancy Pants, like, thank you. You best recognize, you know, like just not necessarily caring and just saying, I'm living the way that I want to live, not because of the way that Bob is going to say something or Sally's going to say something or, you know, mom and dad are going to say something or, or Amber's going to say something like whatever else that it is, instead of living. And again, you have all that, you know, I think James talks about like driving with the brakes on, but it's like, you have so much of the, you know, do I do it? No, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. That you're just so exhausted, which then makes sense why everyone, by the time they get home, they go, all right, I guess I'm just going to sit on the couch and and watch Netflix tonight because I'm just so exhausted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You build that identity. That's exactly it. Yeah. Where you're, you're so tired from these decisions and you're, you know, trying to figure it out that you're wondering why you don't have more energy. And it's like, because you were using much more than you thought just from <laughs> yeah. your, from your thoughts, you yeah. know, it's, it's a crazy, crazy concept. You know, I love too, that you brought up and we can kind of shift a little bit too. Um, just that, that, that judgment, you know, like that yeah. fear of judgment. And, and it goes back to, to, to really the theme of this, you know, episode of, of your identity is that, mm-hmm. you know, you're identifying as, you know, a certain person and you don't want somebody to think that maybe you're somebody different, you know, and even though maybe internally you want to be that person yeah. and you want to express that person, but you're like, I don't know how people are going to react. I'm like, well, is that you really? Like you just, you're afraid that, that you're going to be the real you and you're not sure how people are going to react. Yeah. And, you know, I think just, just all of us need to, work every day to be more of our authentic self all the time and not mm-hmm. worry about, because again, at the end of the day, man, life is so much easier, you know, <laughs> it is. from, from my standpoint, yeah. from like, so I'm always talking about video and, and putting yourself out there and doing video and getting over that judgment. And it's like, when I started doing that, oh my gosh, did things change so much from like a social media perspective on really just not caring about what people thought, you know? And I'm sure there was a lot of, when you first start that transition, when I first started making videos and it's kind of like, what is he doing? You know, who, who Mm -hmm. is he, what's going on? And like, now it's been, you know, probably close to two years making videos. 
um, on my own. So it's like, well, now people are used to it. It, it. This is me. This is me. Right. Yeah. They know, they know you now just seeing you on video and they're just like, yep, that's, that's, he's just being him. And you shift the identity. It's not like this was the person that I always was, you know, you go back to yeah. college and you know, <laughs> who we were in college. Like, uh, I don't know that guy. I, I don't know. Yeah. Don't we know just who. separated ourselves from that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's a big part. Every like, once in a while, there'd be a picture that floats up and you're like, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know that person. No, it's not me. It's not me. That's it's not, not me. It's an imposter. Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly it. And it's, you know, you're never too old or too, you know, young to just like create yeah. a new identity for yourself. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a very doable thing. So to go into to that a little bit more, um, do you have any advice? Cause I want to be mindful of your time too, in, in helping somebody that maybe is listening to this, they're, they're thinking about their their identity in general and their maybe their past identity. Do you have any maybe a quick tip or advice on on how to help shift your identity into becoming you know the best version of yourself? It's one of the easiest tricks that I've found is living through someone else. And so what I mean by that is, again, let's say that you idolize. Tony Robbins, you idealize um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you know the failures that they've had. But in a way, put yourself in the scenario where Tony Robbins goes and speaks to the first audience that he's never spoken to before. Now, you, you put millions of people in front of Tony and Tony just is on, right? He's just like, hey, how's it going? My name's Tony Robbins. I'm here to help. You know, I've helped millions of people. I've got a foundation. It's just, it just goes. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for us to see who they were or who they had to let go of being. And Tony talks, you know, some people talk about their story, but they don't necessarily talk as intimately with it because in, in some funny-ish way, they've already separated themselves from the identity. That was who they were. They talk a little briefly about it, but they don't really get into it. And I think sometimes when you think about, like, imagine Tony just getting beat to a pulp, being told, Tony, just be a truck driver. Give it up. Whatever your woo-woo crap is, just forget it. Be a truck driver. That's all you're ever going to be. And imagine this, the courage and the will that it took for him to say, but that's not who I am. And then imagine yourself when somebody says something of like, but that's not who you are. And you're like, thank you, but that's, that's not who I used to be. Because so many people, I think, you know, it, parents do this too. I've, I've definitely been in scenarios where mom and dad will be like, that's not who you are. And, and I remember, I talked to my wife a lot about this actually. And I said, people attach themselves to a certain version of you that serves them best. And it's okay. There's no judgment. There's no right or wrong, but, but they really like the person, whoever they bonded with the most at that point. And that's the person that they remember and they want to remember. Mm -hmm. And they don't do you any harm when they say like, that's not who you are. But in your words, you're hearing you're fake. And you're like, but that's not really what I, but I, but I want something, but, but I want something different, but I don't, I don't want to do this over again. I don't want to be the guy that I was in college. I don't want to be doing keg stands 
you know, I don't want to be waking up hungover at three in the morning at somebody else's house. Like, I don't want that anymore. It's okay. And to know that everyone, and that's why I find it so awesome when people talk and they actually are like, wait a second, like you're, you're going through all this stuff. Like the people are like, wait a second, Nick, like you're, you felt weird getting on camera and shooting for the, cause you're so natural now. Like, are you, tell me you're lying. And you're like, no, no, the little devil on my shoulder. Yeah, no, that speaks to me every single time. Okay. I only did that because literally I just took the microphone and was like, here, 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 are you hearing this? This is what I have to deal with every single time I go on video. And they're like, wait a second, like, but he still gets up and does it. And so you can gain a lot of strength from those around you as well as knowing. So those would be two, two, two tidbits, I would say. One of them is gain strength from others in their journey and recognize not necessarily when it was like, oh, like Amazon, you know, Jeff Bezos spray painted like amazon.com on that desk. And he was, no, like really think about that. Think about the fact that he had family at home and he was still there. Think about everybody was like, you are a fool. Why would I buy books from you on the internet when I can go to Barnes and Noble and literally get any book that I want? Why would anybody in their right mind? You know, people were telling him that and him to say, thanks, but I believe in something bigger. That's strength, man. That's willpower on steroids. And so if, if the human body, right, if the human spirit, every single one of us can do that great amount of feet, then it's in you. You know what has to be in you. There's no, you know, take, take uh, Bezos' DNA. There's no difference DNA in him versus you versus me. It's the same DNA. It's just the courage, the love, the attachment to that identity of what it is that you want. Um, and then the second thing is recognize when somebody is talking to a past version of yourself. Mm. I mean, come on, let's go out for beers. We got, we used to drink all the time. Ah, it's just not me anymore. You change. You know what? Screw you. You're, you're just, you're just a joke, right? You're going to be a nobody. I, wh whatever. Thank you. But that was a previous version. Thank you. But that that's them, right? That's, that's their bag of stuff. I, you don't have to live their bag of insecurities. You've got a big enough bag of your own secure insecurities to deal with. So just leave that as the, in that past version and all, and in a way, almost reward yourself that you see that, that you don't just go, yeah, sure. Let's, let's get drunk tonight. Like you actually made a choice and you said, but that's not really what I want. You're You're now wrecking. You're outside of the old you living in the past into a new you looking back going, I can see that, right? I'm no longer a fish in water. I'm actually outside looking at the old fish in the water. It's a bad analogy, but, but it's, you're, you're, you have the ability of going and looking back at that remnant of you, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I think um, to add to that as well is like the people that you're around you, um, are, are going to have the tendency to see your past identity. And it's so important for one to be comfortable with your new identity and be like, this is who I am now, you know, either accept it or, you know, just, we won't hang out anymore. Um, and being comfortable with that. And then also just surrounding yourself with new people that are similar to those that you want to be more like, you know, if you mm -hmm. want to, there's the people going out 
on the week that are, you know, getting drinks and then the people waking up the next morning that are going for runs. There's two different types of people choose who you want to surround yourself. And the amazing thing about the internet now is like, you can surround yourself with Tony Robbins and Brendan Bouchard and these top notch guys by following them on social and see what they're doing, what they're envisioning and, and help to shape your identity. Eric, this was awesome. (laughs) Hopefully you got some value out of this. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this was great. This was great. I know I got value from it. So I know other (laughs) people are are going to, I feel like we could have, we could easily go on for another hour. Um, So I I could talk about this stuff endlessly. So yeah, I can almost guarantee (laughs) there there will be a part two of this. Um, You know, eventually we, we will have you back on the show for sure. Um, (laughs) I can guarantee that that was awesome. I I, I felt like you and I, we, we were, we had a lot of good stuff going on here. You were you were dropping. If some, anything else, to talk bombs. about the new Eminem album that you haven't yeah. listened to yet, <laughs> yeah, so we'll have to. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure as a goal that I have to listen to that album before right. <laughs> we talk that's again. Right. Awesome. So, last thing before we uh, before we wrap this up, where's the best place for uh, somebody to reach out to you, find you, follow you? What's the best way? Yeah, it's it's under one of two places, manofclass.com. Um, and I'm in the transition of kind of revamping that whole website to be more of that extraordinary life like we talked about. But easy thing on social is at Eric Yusko. That's um, Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn are probably the, the three main handles that I'm at right now. So, Awesome. Thank you so much, Eric. This is great. All right. And for everyone else, remember, let's keep growing together. Wait, wait. One more thing. I would first like to say thank you. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this message, please take a moment to write a review. By writing a review, it helps people find this message and helps me help more people. And if you really, really liked it and you think this message could help someone else, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram. And please tag me at Nick J. Bonnie, N-I-C-K-J-B-O-N-I so I can show my appreciation for you. We can all win by helping each other grow. Thank you. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon.